Welcome to the Brave Little Podcast. Coming from California, here's Aaron Alvarado and David Stauffer. Welcome to the Brave Little Podcast. We are back. Still quarantined, but still safe, thank goodness, and I think still healthy. Who knows if we have it or not. Um... I'm joined by someone who may or may not be asymptomatic, Aaron Alvarado. Aaron, how are you? I'm just going to say the word quibby. (gasps) That's how I am. Quibby. Quibby. You are quibby. Okay. I'm quibby. We're all quibby today. (laughs) Actually, starting tomorrow. I think we're all quibby tomorrow. So quibby launches tomorrow officially. Now, I'm going to be posting this. I guess people, most most people listening to this will be, this will be Monday. April, who knows what the date is anymore, by the way. I haven't left my house in three weeks, so I don't even know. Are we sure it's Monday? Yeah, who knows? Um, but uh, it is the official launch day of Quibi. I know that, uh, mostly because of their incessant and intrusive advertising um, <laughs> marketing campaign. Everywhere I go, I, I mean, Instagram, Facebook, you name it. It's I am retargeted. Those are the only two websites that I go to. Well, I was going to so say, yes, I was gonna say you, you name it because I can't name anymore right now. <laughs> It's just those two owned by the same company. <laughs> Wikifeet is the other site oh, that I yeah. go to. Tons of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are the three websites. <laughs> so uh, Quibi is a, another streaming platform in the age of what we need. many streaming platforms. Now, yeah. on the one hand, do we need another streaming service? Okay. Uh, everything is moving to some sort of streaming model, including channels. Channels now are just start just releasing things, being like, oh, can we twelve bucks a month? CBS, uh, yes, we're a channel that you can tune into the, with your antenna. But what if you paid us twelve bucks a month and we gave you that same content and maybe something more? I don't know. Like <laughs> NBC apparently is releasing their streaming app. Like, what's is that really going to be a Netflix competitor? I don't understand what's really happening. But there's so many streaming services, whether they're channel based or something. Entirely unique, like Quibi, which is what we're going to be talking about. Um, but on, what I was going to say is, on the one hand, there's so much, but on the other hand, that's this day and age, people are hungry for content. We're streaming, ev- we're blowing through everything, all the stuff that we've been putting off, thinking, oh, I'll, I'll binge watch that when I vacation in Hawaii over the summer. You know, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll start the uh, the the BBC doc our show Sherlock. Yeah, yeah. oh this yeah, time finally, I swear. What's yeah? Is there a show? Give me an example of a show that you that you keep saying someday you're gonna get to, but you just haven't. Like oh is, man, uh, I uh, HBO's bored to death. I've been oh, meaning to watch that show forever. Really? <laughs> well, I mean, it stars Ted Danson and uh, Zach Galifianakis. Oh, yeah. Wow. And wow. uh, it's I so I did I did start it up actually it's oh, really actually, funny so. so you're finally getting around to it yeah yeah wow. I mean the show's been off the air for about five or six years maybe ten at this point is it good it's very good it's very well written wow Jason Jason uh, Schwartzman oh, yeah that's right yeah Jack uh, Zach Galifianakis Ted Danson yeah very very funny show oh well I, yeah I've not watched similarly I've not watched a single episode of it I, I mean it didn't last long I don't think. I just don't no, I think it was only for two or three seasons, oh, okay. tops. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't have anyone in my life that's telling me to watch that show. Uh, it's just not something <laughs> that's being recommended, even though it sounds like it has a stellar cast. But, um, but yeah, so back to Quibi. Today is the launch day. Now, Aaron, you tell me what you know about Quibi. When did you come to uh, learn of its existence? Like, when did it come on the Aaron map? 
the very first time that I was aware of it, I believe they had a Super Bowl commercial commercial for Quibi. Yep. That's the first time I heard of it. Um, I love the name. I mean, it's a perfect name. Is it? it tells you exactly what it does. Okay. Um, yeah. And what does it do? <laughs> it's a, that's a great question. I didn't know until today. So when you told me what it was. <laughs> okay, perfect. So Yeah, so I'm completely unaware of Quibi. I, I, I've seen the commercials, and that's about it. So um, uh, that, I have no idea what it is. So what you don't even know their or, angle or any like. Okay. Nope. So Quibi, this is their. This is how they're making themselves unique in the very, very saturated and crowded streaming world. Is they are uh, they're producing content that are five to ten minutes each episode, just five to ten minutes, like quick little bites, like quick bites. Um, and so it's it's, it's uh, yeah. Instagram stories, is what you're telling me. Um, yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched anything on it yet. Literally, it, actually, I got a notification about an hour ago, and this is Sunday mm-hmm. night, 9, 9 p.m., which I guess is, I'm, if my math is correct, that's midnight in, on East Coast. Uh, and sure. so it, I got a notification saying it launched, and I signed up. By the way, you can get 90 days for free. That's a that's mm-hmm. a, a, a healthy trial, definitely long enough for me to forget that I had subscribed to it. And oh, yeah. Definitely charged my card for several months before I noticed. Is there um, a promo code for that? Is it uh, COVID-19 <laughs> to get that three months free Quibi? But but what's crazy here is these episodes are five to ten minutes. Uh, they've been advertising as ten-minute episodes. Now, I, upon further inspection, uh, a given season of one of these shows, some of the episodes are six minutes. <laughs> some are eight minutes. <laughs> it could be up to ten. Uh, so I, I've, okay. I haven't done a deep dive on all this stuff, but uh, somewhere between five and ten minutes. Now, there's sh- oh, so you're the expert. Just so you, we're going to say that you're the expert on it. C- certainly on this podcast. <laughs> that's why we have. That's why we're. At, that's why we're doing this episode right now, so you can inform the world. I want to let the um, world know about this. So yeah. Well, I heard a little birdie told me that you are um, mm-hmm. a uh, initial investor in Quibi. Is yeah. that true? So I'm here to clear that up. This okay. Is- Yes, this is a film funded by Silicon Valley types, okay? Am I a Silicon yeah. Valley type? Sure. Do I work in the city? Yes. It, Lower Silicon Valley. <laughs> I, I'm Silicon Valley adjacent. Um, yeah. East uh, Silicon Valley, Sacramento. Fresno. Fresno. <laughs> Fresno. <laughs> a different kind of valley. But, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, have I uh, have I just emptied my four hundred one accounts or four hundred one k accounts in a, in a panic and dumped it all into Quibi? Maybe. Um, <laughs> is is their CEO the former uh, the former head of Hewlett Packard and former gubernatorial candidate Meg Whitman? Yes, it is. Oh wow, <laughs> wow! I would have never guessed that. Oh okay. oh yeah, she's running the show here. But the money, the person that's actually footing the bill. And the mastermind behind the whole idea and the whole operation is Jeffrey Katzenberg, the co-founder oh, of DreamWorks, the former chairman of Disney for in the 80s and 90s for like a decade. Sure. A uh, very, very well-known figure in the Hollywood circles. Yeah, exactly. The king of Hollywood yeah. from like 1980 to 1995 yep. or whatever. So this is his whole thing. It's all him. And he's footing the bill. The bill, by the way, uh, pretty steep. They're launching with 50 shows, granted, you know, given the episodes. I know 50 sounds like a lot, you know, because we're used to we're used to Netflix with 10 episodes in a season that are 45 minutes long. These are literally just seconds. I mean, this is they make them they can pump out a season in a weekend. (laughs) 
so do they is do they release it like um like a binge thing like no. do they release every episode at once no this is another place where they are angling to be different and i don't know if, if this is a people are asking for this for it like i because people argue they love the binge because they just want to keep going some people actually sure. like the weekly release because it gives them a moment to like you know think about the episode to engage Mando. in message boards read you know yeah yeah, yeah. Mando, I would have loved to have kept watching on to the next episode, but honestly, it was better to sit and marinate it for a week. I mean, certainly for people that are talking about it and giving reviews and whatnot. So, especially after the third episode. <laughs> oh boy, I think that was the bad one. The third uh, one, the yeah, the Tatooine one. I, uh, yeah, third or fourth it might have been a fourth. Yeah, one of them. Oof. But yeah, whoa. Pu. Um, so <laughs> they uh they are releasing week every weekday. So Monday, every weekday, Tuesday, wow. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, new episodes. Perfect. I love this. Which is weird because <laughs> it's not like they're working on them. Every it's not like the editor is like, ah, I need to, I need to go do another pass of the six minute clip. That's an episode, right? Like <laughs> give me another day. I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't understand why, but I get the sense that they're going to be tweaking with this quite a bit. I was, if it's I was being just run by Silicon say, Valley, the A-B testing yeah. is going to be significant. I was going to say, uh, if you had to guess, how long is that going to last? <laughs> not, dude, not long. I mean, I part of this is also, I think, uh, an effort to extend these 50 shows for as sure. long as possible to the next crop is ready. Obviously, I, you know, I understand why they would have to do that. Uh, but it's a great hook. It's a very interesting yeah. premise. Well, I'll tell you, speaking of great hooks, I went through and read the synopsis of all 50 shows. That oh, the wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. Some of these shows are honestly wild. Like, I couldn't believe it when I was reading it thinking that can't be real. That, you know, and it's just a short little synopsis. And if there's like a, you know, famous or semi-famous person that's, you know, stars in it um, or if it's hosted by Is the... There is there one about a uh, a big cat rescue in Oklahoma? <laughs> By any chance? Uh, hey, cat, kitty, cats and kittens or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, we, one of their shows, which is crazy, it's literally just a Carol Baskin's live feed. It's just <laughs> round the Truman Show style. Um, <laughs> it's a treasure hunt for her her uh, ex husband's remains. <laughs> Would you watch a like a? Yeah, like I mean. National treasure looking for his remains. A ghost, Absolutely. Or at the very least, like a ghost hunters style show where they're people are searching for the ghost of Carol Baskin's husband's husband on the property. You know, they got the little like uh you know, little machines out and they're like yeah. uh Dean They got the Dean the night was, vision cameras. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's his name? Michael? Well, I don't remember. Um yeah. I, I speaking of binging boy, did I get through Tiger King in about six hours? Oh yeah. <laughs> I watched that was I, that was the real Quibi launch right there. Oh, my gosh. How, how would you feel? The folks at Quibi, who, by the way, have spent $1.8 billion uh, producing this content. They've spent Incredible. so much time. They even spent millions, reportedly, on this big Hollywood premiere party uh, that, you know, was scheduled, unfortunately, the, the day we were ordered to shelter in place. So that Ooh. party didn't happen. Ouch. Katzenberg had That's... to have been furious. You know he called Gavin, Gavin Newsom, by the way. He has him oh, yeah. on speed dial. And he's like, Gavin. Yes, he certainly does. Gav. <laughs> Gavin is probably supposed to be at the party. <laughs> like... I wouldn't doubt that for a second. Uh, anyway, so... How do how would how would you feel to be whoever their head of content is, and uh, be looking at some of these again some of these wild shows? And we're going to talk about some of these shows in a second here. 
Uh, I actually want to play a fun little game with you. But how would you feel seeing Tiger King take over the world literally two weeks before your big moment? That I mean, that's... I mean, that's the one two punch, right? Like, so Tiger King comes out. That's the initial like punch in the gut. Yep. Number two, your launch party is um, eviscerated because of a pandemic. Yeah. Like those are those are the things that, you know, in five, 10 yeah. years when people look back and say, Quibi, how did this thing fail? First of all, they're going to ask who do, who thought this was a good idea and how did they put a, a billion and a half dollars into it? Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're going to go back and say, well, you know, it's, it, it was off to a rocky start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When their launch party was destroyed by a coronavirus. And to add insult to injury, the main entertainment they had booked for that launch party was a magician show done by Joe Exotic. And he was in prison. He couldn't even show up to the... It was just bad. All around. It fell fell apart. But They were going to have him on Zoom. So (laughs) Is that your card? Um, uh, Is Tiger King, by the way, is that the greatest piece of Netflix uh, content they've ever released? I would say without a doubt it is. it is. I think that is it's the best. At Netflix least the most original. entertaining. By far. Okay. By far. I think it's incredible. It's I, I, I can't stop thinking about it. It is everywhere. Tiger King is instant hit. Like it couldn't be it couldn't have been a bigger, faster hit than it was. Well, it's just be, I I'm trying to imagine the we're in, the world is talking about Tiger King. We're not gonna spend too much time talking about it here because I don't know if there's a whole lot more to be said, but I will say the document the documentarian the, the two individuals that are uh, credited with directing this, they've been sitting on this footage for five years. At what point do you get so antsy? You know that you have absolute solid gold, which was, by the way, day two of filming five years ago. They realized like, oh, this is going to be special. <laughs> like, But the patience <laughs> to wait five years, how, how easy would that have been to release this before Joe went to prison? Like way before any of that stuff hit the fan, you know, like... I wonder if they had a version before the Carol Baskins murder plot. I'm, you know, everyone's seen it by now, so I'm okay. It's not, whatever, it's not, (laughs) you can't spoil us. But anyway, I'm just saying, like, the the amount of crazy in every episode, and it's very, very, very cleverly edited to build upon that, so things, just when you think things can get weirder, oh, it does. But to have the patience to wait it out five years and put that together, knowing what kind of footage you were sitting on, I mean, man, that would have been driving me crazy, but. They're oh, getting... for sure. I think yeah. what's what's amazing is there was actually a uh, um, a smaller documentary made about um, Joe Exotic and his his uh, zoo that was released to Netflix or excuse me to YouTube a year ago, and um, it's it, you know because of like all the hoopla and people searching for it, it popped up on everybody's feed like it's it's on the front page and now um, it's up to half a million views. But when I first saw it pop up on my um, activity list or whatever the hell they call it, it was like at 40,000 a week ago. So in a week, this this original Joe Exotic documentary that somebody made is already up to half a million views. Oh so everyone is clamoring for Joe Exotic uh, <laughs> content at this point. It's true. Well, they have every reason to be. But the world starting today is going to start clamoring for this Quibi content. And Joe Exotic that, is old news. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Quibi has arrived. And uh, again, Aaron, you tell me, you, you've seen the ads for this. Are you sure. aware of any of the show? You had to have seen a show uh, ad for at least one of the shows. Yeah. So the one that um, I did, I am semi-aware of, <clears throat> is some sort of a judge show with Chrissy Teigen. 
she's playing like the Judge Judy, I guess. I I don't know what she's judging. I just I just have seen her in the robes on the bench. Um, that's all I know. I don't know anything about it or what you know she's yeah. actually judging her. <laughs> okay. It looks awful. So <laughs> yeah, I'll, I will be skipping that one. Okay. I what's funny is I remember first hearing about that on some random podcast, a comedian's podcast. Uh, this is a long time ago. I remember they were looking for a comedian to host that show. And whoever was talking about it, they were complaining about how they eventually cast not a comedian. <laughs> how about someone that's not even funny? Can we say that? Is she not? <laughs> Have you not seen I those mean, tweets, Aaron? The tweets. First of all, she doesn't write those. Second of all, yes, I have. Oh, shots not funny. fired. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a good team now. If uh, if Jack at Twitter ever unbanned me, then I would come back hard at, at Chrissy. Mm. I would be uh, in in the replies every tweet that she has. Mm. Yeah. Does Jack ban people? <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh, he okay. did. I can't say why, but yeah, it's <laughs> well, not good. So outside of the Chrissy, uh, the Chrissy Teigen uh, Judge show, you don't you're not aware of any other Quibi shows. No, okay. completely unaware. Well, I don't Aaron, even know who's involved with anything. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to read you, or I'm, I'm not even going to read you. I'm actually going to describe some of these shows okay. that are available at launch. I have taken the liberty of including some descriptions that are not um, real. <laughs> okay. Okay, so there are some like fictional shows that are going to be sprinkled amongst the real ones, and I want you to try to pinpoint what is Quibi, um, and what is not? I was going to try to come up with some like a uh, catchphrase, I know, I but know. I was like, no, I don't think there's, I hate the name <laughs> Quibi already. It really sucks. It's uh, awful. But yeah. Okay. So some of these are on, honest to goodness, real Quibi shows. And some of these are not. Are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, Do I need to put on a blindfold? <laughs> so there's all kinds of shows. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, okay. yeah, I have a, I have some real tells. Um, and so, <laughs> um, Okay, we're going to kick things off with uh, this is pretty wild. All of these are honestly are pretty wild. Uh, there are all kinds of there's all kinds of content, by the way, here. There's the you know narrative, fictional, there's documentary, there's game shows, there's sports content, there's judge. <laughs> <Court>. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we have one that's actually called Game Show, but it's spelled G-A-Y-M-E. Okay. Okay. Um, hosted by a, a gay, uh, two famous uh, gay individuals and uh, mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. The, the conceit of the show is there's two straight contestants um, who go through a series of physical, mental and uh, performance challenges to test their gay knowledge. Game show. Okay, wow. Is that on, is that a Quibulant show or is it not? I think you're trying to trick me right off the bat so I'm going to say no, that is not a Quibi original. Uh, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Game show. Game show. Wow. That is a real Incredible. launch show. Okay. All right. Next one up. Wait, uh, do, who, is there anyone famous in that? Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. The hosts I actually didn't know how to pronounce the name, so I didn't I didn't actually write it. Oh, that's down good. Because I knew I was gonna butcher it and it would have been like, wait, hold on. You know. Is uh is the name Tom Cruise? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was gonna say <laughs> Anderson <laughs> Cooper. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to pull up game show here. Oh, uh, um, man, it's pulling up. Oh, there it is. Yeah, game show. The hosts are Dave Mazzoni and yeah, David Mazzoni. Mazzoni? Don't know. And then Dave, Matt Rogers, which is pretty straightforward pronunciation. Should have just said Matt. Um, 
Yeah, Is that Aaron Rodgers' brother? Oh, could be. What another estranged yeah. sibling? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very well, could be. Um, okay, uh, very well, could be. <laughs> so okay, uh, I've written. I've written so many. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go through these as quickly as possible because there's a lot of them. Okay. I- Next so up. We're, the game, this game is called Quibi or Quon't Be. There it is. Like Perfect. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Thank you. I, needed, right. a, I needed a, a life. Uh, throw me a, a, yeah, that was my lifeline. Is that what I'm trying to say? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I need another one. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, next one. Billy on the Beats. Billy Eichner's back. Except instead of Billy on the streets, it's Billy on the Beats. Uh, it's literally him. Same th- type of thing. He's stopping people, except he's has, he has a beat to a song. They have to guess which song it is based on that beats per minute. I kid you not sponsored by beats. So it's Billy on the beats. He's wearing beats. Is that on Quibi or is it not? I'm going to say that is a Quibi. That's a Quibi original. Not a Quibi. That was a fake one, baby. <laughs> I love that. That's so good. You like Billy, Billy on the on beats. The beats. <laughs> yeah. Billy on the beats. It's close enough. Oh man! Yeah, I was. I it was. It should be. That should be a Quibi original. <laughs> well, the thing is, Beats is now owned by Apple, and Apple has their own streaming platform. Oh, I thought that was going to give it away, wow. but I didn't want to. Yeah. yeah, I love the idea of him him being on the Beats. Okay, um, uh, this one. Oh, honestly, this one. This is this next one's why I'm going to actually subscribe to this past my 90 day trial, and I'm not overselling okay. it to try to convince you it's real. It's just this is a show I'm legitimately excited for. It's called Dial It Up. It's um, starring Joshua Dial. Uh, are you familiar with Joshua Dial? I know. Okay. I don't know. Is that a real person? So, yes, it is. It is a real. Yes. Okay. It, yep. Okay. So dial it up with Joshua Dial. So he um, he is an individual that is he's basically helps political like lagging political campaigns think outside the box to kind of turn around their fortunes to s- succeed in the actual election. Okay. Joshua Dial is actually the campaign manager for Joe Exotic in Oklahoma. Is gubernatorial. So he's former <laughs> manager of, of Walmart in Oklahoma. Joshua Dial. It's called Dial It Up. It's a Nathan for you, a, a more earnest Nathan for you style show with Joshua Dial. Dial it up. I'm telling you, man, this is worth the cost of the non-ad version of Quibi. Dial it up. Dial it up. Yeah, uh, dial up the Joshua campaign. Dial. Yeah, he's got the ex- the Walmart worker turned. Well, he's, a, he's uh, got politi- he's a political operative now, but yeah, political operative. Unfortunately, I think that is a quote be that is not a Quibi original. <laughs> yeah, I, that was the one that was going to be the most obvious fake. But you're watching <laughs> that show, right? I one thousand percent. I would watch Dial It Up. Oh my, yeah. Libertarian Nathan for you. I love it. Oh, geez. Maybe the best line of all Tiger King was that <laughs> when he's talking about how he hated being questioned by the feds. <laughs> he's like, I don't want to be questioned by the feds. I don't I don't like the feds. I don't want to be dealing with the feds. I'm a libertarian, so technically F the feds. <laughs> what? He was literally the, mo- the most intelligent person. He was the one adult of all the people he interviewed in that show. Uh, Semi-adult, but yeah. Sure. Yeah, he still he still would have fell, fell for Doc Antle, I can tell you that much. Okay, um, <laughs> next one. A uh, show called Gone Mental. Yeah. Okay. This is, it's kind of like a David Blaine style um, reality show, except it's with a mentalist rather than a magician who stuns mm-hmm. celebrities by reading their minds and doing kind of the mentalist thing. And so it's called mm-hmm. Gone Mental. Gone Mental is a Quibi show. It is. Ding, 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 ding. Oh. You did it. <laughs> Sounds awful, but yeah, that okay. does sound All like right, Quibi well. to me. Speaking Gone of sounding mental. awful, we wow. got a cooking show for you, okay? It's called okay. Dishmantled, okay? Dishmantled, 
uh, hosted by Titus Burgess um, from The Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt, which I know is a show you binged, you loved. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know yes, who he is? Yeah. Okay. I know Titus. I know Titus. Uh, it's a cooking competition, celebrity judges. Uh, I guess they smash food in the face, uh, blindfolded uh, contestants. They smash food in their face and they have to guess what was in it and then recreate it in the kitchen. Dishmantled. No. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Think about it. Was that from the mind of David Stoffer or from the mind of Jeffrey Katzenberg? <laughs> There's no way. That's that's won't be. That is not. Is that, that is not a real interesting. show. Uh, that is real. <laughs> yeah. I, I told you this was going to be hard. You, told, they smash the food in their face and they have to that's, guess what so, it was. Unless I misunderstood the description, but it said, yeah. Well, here, let me read it to you because I may be misunderstanding what it's saying. Because I, I kept looking at it thinking, Does, is this what I think it is? <laughs> Oh, uh, dismantled. I mean, I love the name. Uh, and by love, I mean I. I, I, I swear, the, they're coming up with the title first, and absolutely. Then building the show are. around of the title. The pitches. Yeah. So the pitches, they brought in creatives to pitch them in thirty seconds, probably the, actually the length of a Quibi episode, and <laughs> and honestly, it was the name. Like every name, Jeffrey Katzenberg was tickled by. Like, oh, I like that dismantled. Oh, yeah. I like that green light. Love the puns. Give Let's me more puns. Yeah, here it is. Take two blindfolded chef contestants, blast a dish into their face, then make them recreate it for celebrity judges to win a, ca a cash prize. Blast it into their face. What does that mean? Blast it sounds like they're okay. mushing their face in it. Okay. That's all right. This is, what is this, Nickelodeon? What are we doing? Is this the. Like, <laughs> okay. You ready for the next one? Uh, this one excites me. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah. Let's hear it. Mm -hmm. So don't, don't you worry, Aaron. Uh, Quibi. They actually do get to capitalize on the success of Tiger King because they had their own big cat show in the works. Okay. This one, though, okay. is called Fierce Queens. Okay. It's a nature series. It's, a, it's a, an actual doc series. Okay. Uh, it's got a narrator. Big name. Reese Witherspoon. And she narrates only female members of the animal kingdom. Fierce Queens. Fierce, Fierce Queens. Queens. Yes. I'm thinking this is a Quibi. It this is, is a real Quibi ding, show. Ding, oh, I, thought, oh, I thought that one was too outrageous. Oh, Incredible. It's so amazing. That, Only that sounds female. horrendous. I, 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 can I get the behind the scenes clips where they're lifting up animal legs being like, ah, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Can't show this one. <laughs> what is going on? Uh, wow. Right. This one, though, I think you will legit like uh, the, this show. Yeah. I actually... Uh, I'm, it's the first thing I'm going to watch right after this episode ends. It's called Lakeith Stands. It's starring Lakeith Stanfield, but it's okay. like a uh, it's a personal. It's a show that's much like the uh, Jeff Goldblum show on Disney Plus, like World According to Jeff Goldblum. Yes. It's really crafted yeah. around the fascinating personality of Lakeith Stanfield. As we know, he's a super fascinating individual. And so his weekly episodes basically is Lakeith goes over something that he stands for. Any mm. number of random things. And he goes over all the reasons why he stands for those things. Lakeith Stands. I love that. So I am going to say I love the pun. Lakeith is super hot right now. Yeah, no, but I'm going to say that's a quote. It's a quote. That is not it's a, a quote. Ding, ding, right. you are, you're getting better at this. You're getting better at this. <laughs> this one's going to be tricky, though. This next one. Yeah. Uh, this one's called Comedy Cleanup. Okay. Straightforward name, Comedy Cleanup. Mm, okay. It's, it's a Don't show. Don't love the title. No. Initial, my not. initial reaction is do not love it. Agreed. Uh, Unless. What? Let's hear the premise. Okay. This is Kumail Nanjiani hosted. He literally is helping an, basically the old generation of comedi comedians, an older generation, 
clean up their act to be appropriate for the modern era. Now, they were careful not to write woke or PC in the description because those are real uh, buzzwords that could turn people off. But he literally goes through uh, set li- the, a set of a, an older comedian to let them know, like, basically, like, how can we keep this just as funny but also appropriate for this? It, basically, it's meant to make sure people, like, beloved people can continue being funny. So literally, the first three episodes, in, I kid you not, in order, it's Norm MacDonald, Colin Quinn, episode two. Episode three is Dice Clay. It's called Comedy Ooh, Cleanup. Comedy. I hate this so much mm-hmm. that it has to be a Quibi original. It has to be real. I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to think of something that would that, that you would hate That's... so much. I tried to add in that as is... many things as possible that you would hate. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I, that should have been the dead giveaway. <laughs> Kumail's too big for Quibi. Physically, he's too large for Quibi. Oh, oh, he's, he's massive well, now. He's swole. Oh, he is yeah. swole. Um, can we do a couple more? Do we have time comedy for a couple clean more? Comedy cleanup. Yeah, comedy cleanup is very funny. <laughs> uh, okay, this one's yeah, this one's great. Uh, it's called Flipped. Just one mm, flip. Okay. Uh, this is about. Uh, this is a um, narrative. So it's a comedy um, with starring Will Forte. It's a story about uh, this character played by Will Forte and his wife who play a, a house flipping couple, like on a kind of like an HGTV type of show. Okay. They're a house flipping couple, except they accidentally help renovate a home for a member of one of Mexico's drug cartels. And they get stuck only being able to do renovations for a Mexican drug cartel. It's called Flipped. Okay. I thought the last premise I couldn't hate uh, more, <laughs> but... You have proven me wrong because that sounds awful. And that has to be a real it show. Is. It's a real show. That's ding, a real, ding, 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 ding. It wow. is real. Yeah. Yeah. A house flipping couple that flips a cartel member house. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, I have a lot more written down. But is that? Yeah. Do we have any idea what the first show canceled on Quibi will be? Because that my mon- I'm putting my money on that one. Judging by their one sentence synopsis and the one single image thumbnail that I have seen, it's the first one that goes. <laughs> it's the first one that goes. And honestly, in the image of Will Forte, it looks like he might want that to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious how they, like, with stories like that, like how they do it in this short, like how much of a story can you build? Like character development. Impossible. Yeah. Unless Impossible. maybe these seasons are like six, <clears throat> 75 episodes or, or, you know, I don't know. Like. At that point, it just seems like it'll be so annoying if you have some sort of storyline because you're going to have to watch 85 of them. So do you feel like, though, that there is something creative that could be done in this format? Like, is there a type of story? Do you think something could work? Yeah, I do, actually. So I love shorts. I love short Mm -hmm. film. I think that if you have the right creative premise and the right uh, person executing it, it's genius. Uh, Even what was that... um, that app with the um, the really short like comedy skits that people used to do. I can't. It's not TikTok, but it was uh, Vine or okay. Vine. Exactly, okay, Vine. Yeah. Vine is the perfect. Vine is the perfect um, example of what I'm thinking. Will Sasso like they released a new TV Vine by alone. the way. Uh, the, do they really? It's called Bytes, but yeah. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. But uh, so that that platform of Vine was what like mm. uh, 15 or 30 seconds mm-hmm. or whatever. And um, this is like when you have creative pre- people doing creative projects with no limits, they can actually do really interesting stuff. So I love the premise, the platform, but all of these sound awful. Okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> There's great potential there, but it sounds horrendous. 
How many more do you want? I, I can quickly go over maybe three more real quick. Let's do it. Okay, I'm I, ready. Okay, rapid fire, rapid fire. Yeah. Documentary series called I Promise. Okay. Hosted by none other than Los Angeles' own LeBron James. Where he makes kids promise Ooh. that they won't drop out of school. Okay. It's, it's a feel good, inspiring, I promise documentary. He makes kids promise they won't drop out of school. That's real. It's real. That's ding, a ding, ding. Okay. Wow, you're getting yeah, real good yeah, at this. Okay. All right, next one. <laughs> Kill the Efrons, okay? Starring Zac Efron and his brother, Dylan. This is, it's a reality TV show where they are dropped in random parts of the world to try to survive in the wild, to remote parts of the world. Kill the Efrons. They're literally challenging the earth to kill them. And they're dropped into random places. Kill the Efrons. Real? That's, that is a quote B. That is not a real show. That's not a real quibby. It's real. Oh my god. But it is not no. available at launch because and this is why I'm grateful you don't you don't read the tabloids as much as I do or at all because I you know it's all I all, the only news I consume is tabloid news. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact this actually was That's the tab- real news. This isn't even tabloid news, it's real news. Zach Efron got incredibly deathly sick in uh New really? Guinea. In Papua New Guinea? Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Turns out the earth might have won. And the so they didn't have a show anymore. <laughs> you can't release it's, half a. The show is season. actually one episode long. Mission accomplished. It's like kill the Efrons. Uh oh, they did. They killed one of the Efrons. The the one that we know, like that. Nice work, Quibby. So what what do you what are you doing? Dropping Efron into the he will die. That's how this ends. And he so yeah, you do not see the headlines when it happened. He almost died. No, I had no idea. And then yeah, thankfully they, he was able to be saved. Uh, I'm not sure he's going to be returning to set. <laughs> um, well, that's why they have his brother there, too. So, <laughs> All right. And uh, last one. It's called Most Dangerous Game, starring my favorite Hemsworth brother, Liam. Okay. Not the one in Westworld, uh, the one that nobody yeah. knows the name of, but Liam. Uh, and it's this classic dystopian thriller. He's this guy that's desperate and in debt. And uh, he participates in a game where, you know, the hunter becomes the hunted. And it's called Most Dangerous Game. Most Dangerous Game. That is far too dangerous to be real. That's a quote B. It's real. No. Yeah, it's real. No and, it's, way. and it's literally the synopsis of about 50 other t- movies or TV shows that I've Are you think of. Kidding That's me? real. It's real. And it's, a vi- and it's the first thing their algorithm recommended to me, which I was personally offended by. But um, like, this is what you think I came Atrocious. for. Atrocious. Yeah. yeah. What, what's, I mean, this is. I can now see why they spent $1.6 billion. 1.8. So, excuse That's, me. 1. You were 200 yeah. million shy. <laughs> Just a measly 200, 200 million off. Incredible. Incredible. My goodness. With, yeah. So, um, honestly, if, if I have any interest in any of these, it's it's uh, punked. They're bringing back punked. Did you? Those were the ads that I kept getting was for the new okay. season of Punk. I didn't know they were bringing it back. I don't no. know how much it costs to purchase that from MTV for the rights or from Ashton Kutcher or whoever owns it. But it's hosted by Chance the Rapper. And looking at the episode list, it looks like he's mostly just punking a lot of his friends. And I don't honestly don't know a lot of the names in the episodes. So I'm not sure how m- it's not exactly going to be the iconic Justin Timberlake moment from uh, Ashton yeah. Kutcher's Punk. But I, I think Adam <clears throat> Devine was one name that I recognized. But that okay. one might work if it's seven minute episode. It's probably going to be big because it's like yeah. one segment of what was like the thirty minute punked episode. You know, that would have three or four right. segments or whatever. And so, like that one's like okay, that format I feel like probably works. Sure. Uh, although that they, could work. Yeah. A, a sketch comedy show could work. Other than oh, that, I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Would that? It'd be amazing if they just went for an SNL 
competitor, just direct SNL competitor. Bring, bring back Mad TV. Um, so oh, I, you know, can we pitch ideas to this? Because I have an idea. I just, this is a reality all my show. fake ones were legitimate pitches that like, <laughs> I mean, Lakeith stands. Um, I love Lakeith stands. Now, what was my best fake one? That. What was the one that you li- liked the best? Or I, that, I, what was the, right, so there was, was the first, the first one. one was, uh, let's go through this. Oh, I had Billy on the beats. <laughs> that one got me. That yeah, was, I'm proud. Cause I thought it was too ridiculous. Uh, Lakeith stands, which yeah. And then dial it up with Joshua dial. Um, <laughs> and then comedy, <laughs> comedy cleanup. Yeah. Dial it up. Dude, dial it up is definitely that, the one. watching I that show. That. Get that guy on the phone. Yeah. He's not doing anything. But so here's my original idea for a pitch. This is a reality show yeah. and it is, it's pretty simple. It's called Sledding with the Stoffers, and it takes place with all the, all the Stoffer family, you, your brothers, uh, your sister, your mom, and your dad, <laughs> okay. and it's just you guys mm-hmm. sledding downhill. That's it. Like dangerous? No. Just a moderate hill, slight incline, and you're just sledding. Is it on like a loop? It's a constant like just... Well, each episode is one person from uh, with the last name Stoffer. Ah, uh, so. oh. Okay. Well, there's a lot of us. We're Mormon. Or formerly. Uh, yeah. Formerly in your sister's case. <laughs> um, look, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I've gotten in no less than three like pretty gnarly sledding accidents where oh, really? my face has hit patches of ice and I get all cut up. I got into one where my brother and I were on the toboggan together. It's probably a little too small for us both. And uh, we hit we hit a little bump and uh, we went launching. And my brother totally just blood all over his face. Oh, my God. Um, and by the way, these inclines, uh, not steep. Um, we're not going real fast. So, you know, what's funny is that that show maybe would have to be TVMA. Um, that's I mean, there's... on a very special episode <laughs> of sledding with the stoffers <laughs> cut to an ambulance. Okay. Uh, I would say sledding with the stoffers is better than at least half of these ideas. I don't know if it's oh, no easily, dismantled. Easily. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. These pitches. How come we didn't get in the room with Katzenberg? So I can I'm out on Quibi. I'm sorry. Up. Ah. I'm out. Count me out from Quibi. I'm uninstalling the app right now. Do you think someone pitched Kill the Efrons before they got Zach on board? <laughs> <laughs> I hope it so. It got greenlit. Then they had to make the call. It's like, hey, Zach, uh, what's your well, I, I hope it was like I hope it was like killing the the Jonases, and then they Dude, they were out. Like the, the brothers. I were had out. a bit. I one of my pitches was about the Jonas brothers, and I was gonna go with that one or the Efron one, and I went with Efron. But I kid you not, I had Jonas brothers. Yeah, yeah. it was it was gonna Very be a game nice. show like which Jonas brothers, and it just wasn't funny enough that I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pulled the plug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like I uh, I. Uh, I actually seriously think we could come up with some pretty decent ideas. Um, that, oh yeah. Judging by the list of shows at launch that they would bite on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Peel me off some of that uh, 1.8 million, a uh, billion. Uh, Billy on the beats. All right. Um, Billy on the beats is excellent. <laughs> but I is, hate Billy, whatever that guy is. Oh, you don't Billy like Billy Eichner, Timon? No, he's, he's awful. Yeah. In our text thread there, I mean, we have a lot of ongoing bits with our friends, but Skylar uh, gets incredibly defensive. Anytime that I mention. That like I think Billy Eichner's good, but like it's this kind of semi like I like I'm reluctant to give effusive praise or to say that he's great. That I'm like yeah he's all right. Billy on the tree it's fine, you know. <laughs> like I won't say it's bad, but I'll never say that it's like good. And he really <laughs> loves Billy Eichner, and he he'll it's a it's an easy way to get him. It's the like for me it's easy yeah. to you know for on his side just all he has to do is bring up Luka Doncic and the fact that we passed on him in the draft. That's right. That'll get me. Oh boy. Oh yeah. 
It'll get me. Just uh, yeah. <laughs> just, all he has to do is is talk crap about Sacramento, and you're done. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Don't do it, Skyler. Smirch the name of, lesson, so. of your fine city. Oh, I'm sac- you know I me. Mean, I'm Sacramento <laughs> proud. Um, yeah, we're doing great on the coronavirus numbers, by the way. Uh, LA is not doing too bad either, for being the second largest city in the United States. Pretty good. My friend, we are locked down. Locked down. There is nobody out and about. Mm. It is crazy. Are you telling me I, that I New York City even... wasn't? <laughs> Sorry, no, um, New York City. People are, thousands of people are dying. Certainly. It's New, New York City is certainly not locked down. Have you seen the photos? Oh, yeah. It's I see. crazy yeah. how much they're not staying I, inside. It's like tour. I wonder how much is it tourism? Are tourists still getting there somehow? Because like. No, you know it, what it is? It's be, it's because when you're in New York, you have a certain attitude well, and it's I'm going to do whatever I want. There. And yeah, so, you know, a New Yorker is you a know. certain type of personality. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So. So, yeah, they're they're in for a lot. Many, many, many more deaths, unfortunately. Yeah, it's really so. unfortunate. It's honest. What's happening there is pretty tragic. It's really sad. And yeah. I sincerely hope that, you know, we don't get anywhere near that bad in California or anywhere else, honestly. Right, right. Yeah, no, and I, it's not, you know, I feel bad for the deaths, obviously, but also it's for the people that are out in the field working. It's the the, the doctors and the nurses and, you know, the ambulance drivers, and, and it's also the truck drivers, and it's the people that are working yeah. at the cash, uh, the grocery stores. You know, my mom is a cashier, mm. and she was telling me that her job didn't give them, glo- didn't give them any sort of protection. And she's um, a ca- well, first off, she's a cashier. They should be giving every cashier gloves before coronavirus because they're handling money, which is the dirtiest possible thing in the world. Of course. Yeah. So she was telling me this and I actually sent her a box of gloves and oh, good, actually good. Sarah put a, put a package together for good. Um, gloves and face masks. Oh, okay, um, I was going to ask, does she have masks? Okay. She, well, now she does. Good. Um, and she ran out. So she ran out like a couple of days before we sent her the package. And uh, a couple of her customers actually gave her one oh. to use, like a new one. So it's just like, it's in, it's insane that they're, the uh, the um, the company isn't providing that stuff. But however, she did, they just tell me they installed these giant plexiglass uh, windows at every cash register now. So it's oh. a barrier between the cashier and the uh, customer. That's good. So. I, I honestly thought you were about to tell me that they just installed big plexiglass windows in front of the toilet paper to protect people <laughs> from. <laughs> Writing, yeah. Uh, well, that's good. So, yeah. speaking of masks, though, this is so this this is the new CDC recommendation. Yes, it's not a mandate, Absolutely. of course. I don't think this is something you could. Well, I don't know. Maybe you could legally mandate it, but the new recommendation is if you're going out in public at this point, you should be wearing a mask because originally they were saying mask is really only useful for those who are exhibiting symptoms to not spread it. Uh, but that it's not good as a preventative measure. But we have since learned that actually it can be spread in air and that it is absolutely a preventative measure. And they've been reluctant to tell everyone to start wearing masks because they wanted to make sure that the hospitals and medical supplies didn't get just like toilet paper, right? Just everything is gone. But finally it got to the point where like people, a lot of people are going to die if we don't tell them that they should be wearing masks. And so I don't know if you watched that announcement, but they, well, part of it was funny and I'm, I'm not going to get into Trump bashing, but I did love the uh, the announcement from him saying the CDC is now saying that you should be wearing a mask if you go out in public. I won't be wearing one, just FYI. <laughs> I will be choosing not to do such a thing. But they are saying they would like you to do it. I'm like, oh, this is great. This is my favorite kind of leadership. This is the classic do as I say, not as I do. Well, I mean, let's be honest. There, yeah. It does not matter which president 
ever was in the office, they would not be wearing a mask ever. It doesn't it doesn't matter who. He's just the one that says like th- he, hey, he's just bold enough to say it. You, you don't think Obama's he drank the water in Flint. You don't think he's wearing the mask? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's not wearing a mask. He he would never wear a mask. I'm imagining ever. Bush getting out there saying you got to wear the masks just like me and then he proceeds to try to put it on to show them how but he's he's struggling to tie it behind and then you know his aides come running up to help him he's like no 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 he pushes them away like i can do this and it's just like seven minutes of him trying to get both the things tied oh yeah (laughs) yeah and then or reagan second term he goes to put on the mask and then he just forgets and then he turns he goes why is this on my face (laughs) right exactly (laughs) who put this here (laughs) what virus what is going on go outside people um (laughs) Uh, but Speaking of Joe Biden, how you how you doing? How am I doing? <laughs> yeah. With my options for who to vote for? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I don't know. We haven't received uh, legitimate proof of life of Joe Biden in three weeks and counting. We've received videos. I mean, I'm just gonna say I watched the last one mm-hmm. and the uh, mm-hmm. the Tupac at Coachella mm-hmm. AI. Hologram mm-hmm. looked more real. Well, it glitched so. out for a moment. And I'm like, oh my right. gosh, how do they miss this? This is not. <laughs> He's definitely in a green screen, but like, oh yeah. Well, it's pretty pretty clear that um, whoever's doing the uh, the speech did some AI machine learning, and they nailed it. They it sounds like him, especially the the speech. Well, the voice technology is, is brilliant now. I mean, you've seen the yeah, yeah the fake uh, whatever they're called, where you can the deep fakes, deep fakes. yeah. It's really, I mean, every one of these videos, it's just a, a pretty highly produced Biden deepfake. And we've got a lot of Biden on video to draw from. The algorithm has got a lot to draw from. But uh, <laughs> have you seen, I don't know if you follow Joe Rogan, but uh, his who? fans are oh. insane. Yeah, well, sure. Um, so are, so he, are they, ours, by the way. But yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But no, none of our fans are ever going to do a deepfake or get tattoos of our faces, which well, Joe Rogan's fans it, do both. It'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> So his fans, if they do the deep fake stuff and they put them in all sorts of different movies, really, really good stuff. Um, some of it is like insanely realistic looking. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yes. There's some that are really it's eerie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but, it's pretty creepy. Uh, are you going to start wearing a mask in public when you go out? I am. Absolutely. Have you yeah. started? I just don't have one. Okay. You don't have one. So, so what? Yeah, no. So everyone, they're impossible to get. Yeah. So they've released guidelines of how to make one at home. Okay. But you need either elastic bands or maybe mm-hmm. rubber bands. Or By the way, those are gone also. Not only are masks totally gone, gone, the materials to put them together are gone. Yep. It, it, it's been – it's crazy. So, Lindsay, I basically – this weekend for me was mask weekend because the CDC guideline I think came out on Friday. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was just like, well, we're going to figure this out. And I was, you know, <laughs> I was trying to buy shoelaces at, at as many – Walmarts and Targets as possible without becoming the hand sanitizer guy from Tennessee. <laughs> Didn't want to be that guy. But I just wanted enough. I wanted 20 pairs of shoelaces that I could use for the strap parts because that was, you know. Sure. And fabric. See, I can't get fabric because I refuse to go to Hobby Lobby. The, uh, yes. And, and that's not a bit. Um, <laughs> well, that's also probably a Corona hot zone. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> Let's be honest. It's a Petri dish. It is. There's no <laughs> way I'm step, stepping a foot in there right now. Um, I, 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 I'm not going to tell you the list of places because it would make me seem like a terrible person, but I literally gave my father a list of you absolutely under no circumstances can go inside of these establishments lists. Sure. And it's a list of places where I told my dad straight up, dad, if you go to these places, 
you will interact with people who have coronavirus. The people who have coronavirus are at these places. Okay, Hobby Lobby may or may not have been on that list. Uh, I don't want any. I don't want any litigation, so I won't say for, with certainty. But anyway, so Lindsay and I, uh, honestly, it was mostly uh, the help of my my mother, who uh, is quite good at sewing. Um, she's got a sewing machine, and turns out a ton of fabric in their backyard shed. Uh, oh, wow. Like old fabric that from like blankets she sure. made me when I was in grade school. Uh, in fact, I have one so, here of a, okay, sh- that's hilarious. a shark pattern. Be- Literally a grade school blanket. I, I <laughs> We had it. It's sharks. And now I have a mask of it. Um, that is incredible. So your mom was waiting for this day. Oh, my she mom. Was- this was. She knows her role in the Armageddon. And uh, I made. Well, yeah, just. I didn't get very, very far in the phone call. And she's like, I, I, I got this. <laughs> she, she, I've been waiting for you to make this phone call. She's honestly been working round the clock trying to figure out the most efficient way. Like the first version of the straps was literally pieces of the same fabric that she had folded, okay. ironed, did a stitch right in the middle, which is really hard oh to do. Oh my God. Hours long for the straps alone, the four of yeah. them. Um, until yeah. we the shoelace thing worked, which shoelaces are quickly going from the source for the same reasons. I think the sure. New York Times had an article of like alternative supplies and shoelaces was on it. And so they ruin everything. I managed to get the 20 pairs because I wanted to create masks for every member of our families and their children. Mm -hmm. And I was going to mail them out. And um, and it's hard. I had to to keep telling my parents, like, you got to wear this. Like, yeah, even like I was waiting to find out um, from Target and Walmart, the places I had ordered the shoelaces, like when I could pick the the pickup was ready. Sure. Most of my orders got canceled. Because they just ended up not having them in stock, even though it said. But one of them was yeah. for Target. My mom was going out the door to go pick it up because I've added her as the pickup person without a mask. And I was like, Mom, you know, wear the mask. She's like, uh. I was like, what, Mom? <laughs> this is the whole point. This is the whole, the whole point. She's like, ah, okay. I was like, Mom, boomers. You know, I'm kidding. Mom, I love yeah. you if you're, if you're watching. No, <laughs> she honestly has been working tirelessly to get these things cranked out. And they're pleated. They're high quality. I wanted to do that a mask really giveaway on the pod, you know, yeah. like someone give us their best Quibi pitch and I'll mail you a mask. But I thought, is that too? Um... Well, that's a great idea. <laughs> and I just had, I just, I'm going to amend my yeah. earlier pitch of okay. sledding with stoppers. We're going to change it to sewing with the sewing stoppers. Sewing with the stoppers. And it's just your mom sewing masks for mm. seven minutes at a time. Yeah. Weekly drops of that episode. Yeah. New day, right. new mask. And you go, you go on social media and you vote on the, um, cloth pattern that she's going to use next i lo- oh, love it and then you can download <laughs> i'm voting for shark you can download yeah, a i'm QR- voting for that shark one every time <laughs> how about this download a qr code of the pattern the cloth pattern that you can then use in animal crossing yes so you can actually have perfect it's, so it's an interactive digital because everyone's playing that animal crossing right now so that's perfect right so you make that um i don't know if there's uh in-app purchases for animal crossing but you make that mask the digital mask 99 cents um 10 of that goes to some sort of uh, mm. scam charity that sure. we're also going to be running. Sure. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just, I'm just thinking like I'm, for ways to branch this thing out because we got to get paid, man. Well, yeah. How do we, we got to monetize. Monetize. Yes. The, this opportunity is what I call it. This is an That's, opportunity. It is an opportunity. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, did I float the idea of maybe opening an Etsy shop to sell these bad boys? Maybe. Maybe I did. No, I didn't. Um, sure. But uh, but I, I'm actually it's I'm super grateful and I, I'm I want to say proud but really just my level of effort it was she, <laughs> paled in comparison to what my mom did and, and all the sewing. Let's see that mask again. 
So I have a purple one. To the... Purple, and then there's the uh, dude. So I've got the straps here. Those are oh, excellent quality. And then, and then you know they expand once you got it on. Yeah, it's they work quite well. And they're really they're really wow. sturdy. They're washable too. We washed all of yeah, it yeah. before we started making them. So cause who knows how long they, these have been in the shed. Very nice. But yeah, a lot of we've been cutting fabric all weekend. Lindsay and I and my mom putting mm-hmm. all the pins in. She's my mom was manning the sewing machine or womaning the sewing machine and sure. uh, just cranking these bad boys out because you literally can't get a mask. So um, so now everyone in your family has one. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I texted it to all my family members and they were like, cool. Thanks, I guess. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Your life is going to be saved because of me. I'm kidding. Um, no, but uh, you, but do you, you don't have a mask? I do. So uh, so Sarah does uh, microblading, and when she does microblading, oh, yeah. she has to have this uh, sterile yeah. equipment. So yeah. So did she, she have like a stockpile or she does. I don't she, know stockpile? She sure did. Word, but yeah. Yeah, not N95 though. She just has like, like um, how many the cloth. Oh, cloth ones. Well, a lot less now that we gave some to my mom. Yeah. <laughs> but that's. But it's a, yeah, several. She has several. Yeah. Well, we don't. But the thing is, we don't. We're not leaving the house. Oh, good. Ever. Yeah. Or, or the be. apartment. We don't leave. Shouldn't be. Yeah. No. Well, what, and you have no reason to now that Quibby's out. Exactly. Starting today. <laughs> that's right. Quibby because... and. It's over for Netflix. I, They're dead. With with six minute episodes on some of these seasons. Am I going to get through their entire catalog tonight? <laughs> I mean, what's a binge watch like here? Like how fa- like I'm going to cruise through this content. Like Oh yeah. I mean, game you're, show. You're, yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're taking a um a bathroom break, you're watching the entire series run of something mm. before it's over. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I w- yeah. So li- are you are you going to try Quippy? Are you going to do the trial? I promise you right now, I assure you that I will not. You're not even going to do it. 90 no. days free. What Under what circumstance? What if I do watch one of them like, hey, look, killing the Afrons is honestly, it's pretty brutal. It's raw. Um, I would say that if they paid me, I would watch they it. They have to pay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If my, yeah, if my stimulus check was contingent on me watching and downloading Quibi, mm. then yes, I would do it. Otherwise, no. Or if Billy on the Beats or the Keith Stands were real shows, maybe you would actually pay for it. If the Lakeith show was real, I'm watching. Dude, that. I watched that show. So, yeah, I watched. I would absolutely yes. watch that show. The dude is so fast because he only stands good stuff. So. Oh, dude, he stands so much good stuff, dude. Yeah, he's a wild follow on Instagram. If you, if anyone isn't following Lakeith Stanfield, is he a good follow? He's he's insane, and he doesn't save any of his stuff. He just deletes it like the next day. Very uh, smart. So, we've had some activity in the comments. It's worth mentioning on the episode. Uh, our friend Christina. Mentioning, speaking of N95 masks, she's saying they are no joke. Left my face all jacked up after one grocery visit. Yep. Um, God bless the frontliners. No kidding, by the way. Anyone in any of these hospitals, I don't know if you've read any of the, some of these harrowing accounts, one in the New York Times, this Brooklyn hospital, and it is just devastating. What these people are going through, exposing themselves to a virus they will surely contract themselves. And how heartbreaking it is for some of these doctors and nurses who are seeing their own friends and family members coming into the ICU and getting intubated. I mean, it's like just devastating, especially right now. It's just, it's the hot, hottest zone, I think anywhere. Um, now, yeah. And it's only going to get worse. Unfortunately, how did so. Christina herself get her hands on a N95 mask. That's, I mean, where's the, we're not going to ask. We don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's probably better if we don't ask. Yeah, don't ask. Don't so. ask. So let's just, she secured the mask. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't have any N95s. <laughs> I never have. <laughs> uh, after all this said and done, by the way, I, I can tell you what, my, my garage will have more than just some food storage in it. It might have some mask storage. <laughs> some toilet. Actually, I don't even have food storage, to be clear. Um, but like, I, I think I might buy like a bunch of masks. I think everyone is going to like, like that's the thing. So are they not going to be all... available for like years? Yeah, I think. Uh, well, I mean, we know that these factories can churn them out if they wanted to, oh. um, and now they're finally motivated to do it. Are but they? Motivated? This is okay. the thing. Uh, well, they're yeah. motivated by something. So now we all are going to live with this until we die. So this is like, you know, how mm. the boomers grew up with the 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 fear of the atomic bomb. The nuclear fallout and we didn't really like that's lost on us um it, in our the generations that follow us they're not going to understand this fear that we have of, of viruses i don't think yeah. so it's yeah yeah i mean it's going to be masks obviously we're going to be a lot more like china where it's a norm rather than like because yeah before yeah. this you see someone in public with a mask you're like oh stay away from that person like, exactly my, my friend who flies a lot for work used to joke that like on a Southwest flight, you know, if he really didn't want someone sitting directly next to him, he'd, he'd, he had a mask with him and he'd put it on and people would stay away from it like the plague, you know. And, yeah. and if, as long as the flight wasn't sold out, you know, he would always that seat would always be open. Um, and so well, I tried that actually with the Homer Simpson mask. Oh. It, t- it totally worked. Oh, OK. I totally just wear my worked. BYU. It didn't hoodie. protect me, oh, though. OK. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna make a joke that referenced Die Hard with a Vengeance, but I'm actually not gonna do it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you might know the joke. Great movie, though. Great oh, movie, incredible. Um, yeah. But we're gonna go from in America from reacting to masks in that way to reacting weird if people aren't wearing it. Like especially like airplanes. That's right. I think there's a reality where everyone, nearly everyone on airplanes, is just gonna have one. Like. And not in the middle of a pandemic. I'm just talking about just going forward. It's just going to be like a routine. Like certain situations, I think most people will be wearing face masks. And that's just the reality. And I think, I guess that's a good thing if people are actually doing it. But still, it seems wild. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we talk about how the world changed after 9-11. I think that we don't even understand how our world is going to change after this. Um, and I don't think that we're even ready to face the reality of what's what comes next. So I can tell you what's not yeah, going to change, by the way. Folks are going to get right back on those cruise ships. I mean, <laughs> 100% they will. There's no doubt about that. I mean, Amazing. That should Amazing. be the first thing that like the first major change should be like, yeah, not touching. No a more cruise. cruises. No more cruises ever. There's, that, no, there's no point. Yeah. But it, like, honestly, they're going to fill that thing right back up. The moment it's OK, they're going to fill it right, right back, back up. up. Because right back up. So, yeah, yeah I, I just think uh, there was there was one um, I can't remember which cruise line it was, but they um, had to dock in Miami because several of the passengers were sick. And um, the the governor of Florida said, we don't want them. <laughs> Keep them on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he But so that actually took a, tr- a call from the White House um, for him to back down. So, well, I mean, that's how a lot of people were treating the cruise ships initially. Right. I mean. Yes, like, exactly. Remember, Trump didn't want the people, the cruise ship that was coming into Oakland. He didn't want those people docking because the moment that their feet touched U.S. So- soil, the number of infected persons in the U.S. would have gone up. And he didn't like that. Yeah. He didn't like those numbers. He wanted those numbers. to. He liked right. where the numbers were. Nice, small numbers, like 15. 
And he didn't want to double sure. that number by offloading that. So he wanted them to stay on the ship, which. And yeah. that's right. And um, there was a number of Americans living in China that were infected and the Chinese government expelled them. They said, get away. Yeah. I mean, you have to go back to America. We're not going to treat you. Mm-hmm. And so they sent them over back to America and they were going to land here in Southern California. Mm-hmm. And people were protesting that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they said, we don't want them to land here. <laughs> um, and so they had to uh, divert them to uh, a, can- a military base. I think Edwards or something. So, yeah, yeah. Um, we had one a similar a flight from China that went to a military base in Sacramento as well. People are quarantined there. And uh, I was in the front lines of that protest. <laughs> not here. No <laughs> land. No. Not here. No land. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> get off my lawn. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's wild, man. It's really, really wild. Um, but unfortunately, that number, that, that, that 15 number, that Trump was scared of going up, I, it, it ended up going up with or without that, the offboarding of that cruise ship. Um, that week, by the way, it's way up. Yeah, that was the same speech where he said, uh, we're at 15 now, but we're going to be about zero here in just a few days. Pretty soon. It was like next week. <laughs> we're going to be that number is going to be all the way down. And well, he didn't tell you why. Like that, the 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 one option that he was considering was just nuke the planet. Execution. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. that's the way to get yeah. down to zero. Shooting those birds right out of the sky. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I think we've gone about over an hour now. Um, we. Our next episode, we are going to be talking about our favorite and most watchable films of all time. Quite frankly, we were going to also talk about that in this episode, but the Quibi stuff just, I couldn't help myself. It's perfect. The synopsis yeah. were too good. So this became more of a Quibi episode than the, re- than the uh, most rewatchable films of all time. But Aaron, do you want to do that next episode? We can absolutely do it. I built a list here. I have five movies that are definitely going to piss you off once you hear them. Oh, I cannot wait. Uh, are they all five Tyler Medea films? Because I'd be thrilled. The, they are. Okay. So they Better are. be the five yeah. good ones, but we'll see. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. He has more than five good ones. Um, so next episode's re- rewatchables. And heck, maybe it'll be a Quibi review if one of these shows is as good as they sound. We'll see. Um, yeah, we might have an um, episode two of Quibi or Quont B. I, <laughs> uh, did I tell you the... I saw. Uh, I technically saw a movie at a movie theater no. recently. It's, uh, okay, it's not a movie theater. The drive-in movies opened in Sacramento oh, last week. Yes, it's not technically right. a theater, but it's kind of a movie experience. Uh, sure. I was thrilled with that reality until I, you know, it took about ten minutes for it to dawn on me that no new movies are coming out. So it's just the movies that we left off with and nothing more. <laughs> so it was Sonic, Onward, all of which yeah. are streaming now. Uh, it was The Invisible Man. It was Spies in Disguise. Some, I don't know, DreamWorks. In it. But it was just like, oh, we're frozen in time. There's no, it's, this is just it. It's not a particularly great crop outside of Onward. Mm-hmm. And so we watched Sonic, of course. Uh, great movie. Good choice. Yeah, one, oh, Jim Carrey, a legend. But anyway, uh, yeah, I was excited and then kind of sad because what are you going to see? Uh, yeah, I know. If you it, At least you got the experience, though. I mean, I used to go to the drive-in all the time when I was growing up. It was awesome. Huge fan. It also, It's looking like there's no more new releases this year, period. Ever. Uh, yeah. Maybe give us your – this will be your final thoughts as we wrap up here. What film is most disappointing – How? yeah, what disappoints you the most? Which film brought you the most disappointment when you found out it got pushed till either the end of this year or all the way into next year? Oh, it had to be the, um, 
Uh, was it? Well, it's actually it's not one that was going to be released this year. It was one that we're shooting now, and oh. it's the new Batman. Oh, because that's yeah. So it's going to be delayed. They had a whole production on it. Maybe. So that's yeah. the one movie that I'm really looking forward to. So, dude, could you imagine the momentum what are you of do? building up a set, pre-production, everything, only to halt for months and months before? Yep. Ugh, that's that's yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah, yeah it might be more. It, it might be they might not start again this for the rest of the year. So are we getting NBA this year? Yes, we are. I don't think so. We're getting sports. I I've been maintaining this since Long the day they they put the seasons on pause. We are going to get sports back. There is no doubt in my mind. It's just going to be different. So you're saying because the money, the money is just the money is just too. There's just too much money at stake. Got it. Um, and it's also too easy to pull off in a neutral environment. It's yeah. I think that yeah. there's big. Sure, the teams have multiple players and there's staff involved, but you can quarantine these people if it's the right environment. Um, for something like the NBA, uh, football is a little bit tougher. Baseball is a little, little bit tougher and hockey also tougher, but basketball, I mean, all you need is, you know, the 10, 10 or so players and, uh, I, a, a couple coaches. I honestly would pay money to rent out like one of those luxury box suites to quarantine there, like basically live there. Just yeah. totally quarantined and just be able to be there for all the Kings home games that they play. Of and course. it's just me in the of crowd, course. just a single person clapping. Like, yeah, buddy. Well, they they today they just did uh, WrestleMania, so they did WrestleMania. They did WrestleMania. Empty, no crowd. Empty arena. Empty Wait, arena. how do you do that? That whole the whole thing that it's not a since it's a scripted thing and not a real sport. The whole point of it is the crowd <laughs> reaction real. reacting to the theatrics. That's the, actually the point. How? Yeah, I didn't watch it, so I just read well, about I'm it. Not, I'm, I'm gonna guess it was awesome though. I'm sure it was just wonderful. <laughs> I hope that Vince McMahon <laughs> was out there. Um, well, Aaron, thanks for joining me in the time of Corona. We keep promising we're going to be doing a lot more of these, but I've, I'm ready. I've been slacking. How many are we going to do this week? I'm up for I, my life is on hold, my friend. I am not going anywhere. I have a microphone and I have a computer. Yeah, so Tuesday, Tuesday night, we're back. We're going to do I'm ready rewatchables on plus something else. Something will happen to you now and Tuesday yes. that'll be worthy of Quibi instant reaction. Re- honestly, on I'm going to be yeah. Well, I will. And by Tuesday, I will have watched 50 Quibi shows <laughs> in their entirety. I'm going to hold you to that. In their 13-minute entireties. <laughs> it's like going to be commercials. All right. Aaron, always a pleasure. Stay safe. If you need masks, loved ones need masks, we're, we're, Lindsay and I are going to keep sewing them. And honestly, my hope right. is to provide them to any of the people that I know and love and maybe even some people that I don't love uh, to, mm-hmm. who really need it because, honestly, I think these masks – might actually really help. So stay safe. Oh, there's yeah, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. So you're doing a great thing. So oh, well, thanks. Stuff. I mean, it's honestly it was just for my family, so it was pretty self-serving because I want them to survive. <laughs> but beyond them, I'm now considering others. <laughs> so. Finally, it's about time. All right, man. It's been a pleasure. Have a good night. Good stuff. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to the Brave Little Podcast. Hold on to your butts. 